0: Hi there, this is John Bryan from the northern region of UCU and welcome to the podcast and welcome once again to Joyce McAndrew. How are you doing, Joyce? I'm not so bad, John. Thank you. Good, good. Thank you. Um, And we're talking about individual redundancy consultation because at the moment, there's quite a lot of those going on in colleges and universities around the region. And we thought it might be useful for representatives of the union and members to find out about what goes on and what are the sorts of things that they might want to say in those meetings. Are you doing quite a lot of these at the moment, Joyce, or are you aware of a lot going on? Well,
1: at the moment, um, mostly the, the colleges I'm dealing with are just doing trolls for voluntary redundancy. Um So they they haven't yet got to the point where, you know, they are looking at pools and potential, you know, redundancies going forward. So but I expect that we may have more to come, sadly.
0: Yeah, that's always the case. I mean, it's always good when a college or university decides to ask for volunteers rather than compulsories. But when they get down to it they they will start having individual meetings with people who are who are at risk. So for someone going into a meeting who's at risk of redundancy, um what's the first thing that you would ask them to do, Joyce?
1: Well, I think I would uh, advise them to make sure that they have the information from the employer first um, so that they can prepare for the meeting. so we would expect the employer to provide a rationale um, for the redundancies explain what jobs are at risk and why that is Um, so if they if they haven't already got that information that's the first thing that I would be asking for
0: yeah that that's really important isn't it because the responsibility really is on the employer to explain what's going on and why they're making these cuts and they can take a trade union representative with them into those meetings, can't they?
1: They can, and that would be a very sensible thing to do as well.
0: And in terms of the, the union reps themselves, I mean, a number of colleges quite often make redundancy. So some of our reps have got a lot of experience. But have you got any any tips for people who've maybe not done many? What are the sorts of things that they should do you know, with the member and then in the meeting themselves?
1: Well, I think well, one of the, the the things I would suggest they do first is if it's a group um, uh, in a pool, perhaps talk to to everybody first and look at some potential collective responses um because that is usually um, more helpful. Um, Maybe as if uh, have known groups get together and say, well, if we all take a very small cut, perhaps that you know would would resolve the issue. So that's what I would suggest. First is if the, it is a group, but if they are um, if they are just individuals, then it, in the meeting, uh, the rep needs to make sure that the member has every opportunity to put forward any representations that they might want to make, any um, suggestions that they have, any alternatives that they would wish to suggest.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really helpful. That's good advice, I think, for both members and reps. And I think one of the things that sometimes members forget is that because it's about them and about the area of work they're in, they're the ones who've got the expertise in this area. So while the union rep might have a lot of experience of representing members in terms of the actual the field of work that they're engaged in they're the ones that know the area the most so I would always say to members make sure that you look at the detail and that you use all the kind of knowledge that you've got of the area you know to bring to that meeting and And I've sorry
1: John (laughs) I've, I've certainly known members come up with some different plans um, because they know their, their subject area and they can suggest maybe new courses that they could promote. And I've certainly known that to to prevent some redundancies in, in the past.
0: Yeah, and I think one of the things that we also find, and I don't know what your experience is of this, but often people who work in particularly FE colleges have worked in various different areas. So it may be the case that they've got a a degree in a particular area or they've got specialisms in other areas that they could offer. So one of the things that we would recommend to members is to think about other areas of the institution that they could work in. Is that something that you've experienced as well?
1: It is. And often we've asked employers uh, to do a skills matrix or, you know, do some kind of work around finding out the skills that people have that they might not know about. um, So that, you know, there are perhaps potential redeployments.
0: Yeah, particularly at this time of the year, colleges and universities are planning for next year. So if there's vacancies that are coming up, we'd want to make sure that they're given the first bite of the cherry at those vacancies to try and avoid a compulsory redundancy redeployment something that should happen in as often as possible if that's if that's the case and are there any other things that you could suggest both to members and reps i mean would you recommend having another meeting if the first individual consultation doesn't resolve the matter or there's still questions
1: well I, I guess at the first meeting
0: uh, people might
1: make suggestions and the employer might say well we need to go and consider those and then get back to you. Um, so so yes I mean it's, it's always you know I, I think in my experience usually there is more than one meeting.
0: Yeah and I think we should definitely ask for that if there is If there are things that people need to come back, because if you ask questions, you do really need to get answers from those. And that's the advantage, really, of taking a trade union representative in with you as well, because they can perhaps take notes or ask questions to make sure that members get the opportunity to try and stay at the institution if that's what they they want. Yes. And it's, it's always worth asking as well to have
1: the notes of the meeting just so that you can remember what was what was said um, and and ask for written responses as well.
0: And I guess one of the things that's happening at the moment, because a number of these meetings may well be taking place online, then I do know some colleges are actually recording them with the agreement of everyone in the meeting. So I guess getting that might be quite helpful in terms of ensuring that you know what's said there's a proper record of it and that's something I guess that we'll we'll see develop over the, the coming weeks and coming months I don't know if you've got any any views or ideas about that Joyce
1: um, well that seems to be you know an, an easy way to, to to keep a record of the meeting um, I, I don't know the longevity of, of these videos but um, I'm I'm sure that would be fine But sometimes, you know, perhaps it is good to have things in writing. Um, It's easier to, to, you know, read something and pick out particular things rather than have to sit through a video.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. You know, sometimes seeing something in writing is quite important. And particularly maybe getting something as a follow up in writing. Certainly. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's great. Well, thanks for that, Joyce. And you know, it's always good to good to talk about the sorts of things that members and reps will be coming up against. You know, particularly in the coming months with regard to redundancy consultation. Is there anything that you want to add here, which might be helpful for people?
1: Well, it's just if if meetings are taking place virtually uh, via Skype or Teams or whatever uh, platform people are using, I would recommend that that members and reps talk before the meeting so perhaps a telephone conversation before and if in the meeting you're not certain about something then just ask if they can have a pause and you know just just leave the meeting and go off and 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 phone the rep or vice versa the phone phone the member uh, because that's what you would be able to do in a in a normal meeting in a college uh, you'd be able to have those those breaks so that you can consult in private with with your reps. so ju- just just to, uh, to say that to people because I think people think you know well you know I'm here and that's it you can always say well let's have a break and we'll come back in five
0: minutes yeah that's really helpful particularly in the unusual situation that we're in people need to remember the right to take a german and the right to take time out so thanks for that Joyce. okay thanks very much and um take care joyce thanks for your contact
1: okay okay